five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth Beer and Pod Sequences. So this is a podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. We get together at a gracious podcast host. Today we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park and we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Now hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the host of the other podcasts. We shall see. And so far, we're, we're I mean, back we're, on like we're a two-week-ish yeah, streak. <laughs> back on a back on a pretty good pretty good streak. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, good. I'm glad. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I lost think, your train of thought there. No. Yeah. It's it's it weird. Happens. It's like the, the sun's out and the doors are open and. All the allergens are flying around, and like literally, we can we're watching the allergens. Yeah, we're just watching floating around, <laughs> and for whatever reason, um, I just had to take a, a moment, and I don't know, whatever. Anyways, enjoy uh, life. And yes, I am Marco, I'm a taproom manager here locally, and that other voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in Podcast Landia. I'm Julia. I do a lot of things. That's all I got. <laughs> do a lot of things. Short, sweet, and so to the many point. Things. Yes, yes. Actually, it's so many. Uh, it's it's so difficult to count, especially if you need to take off your shoes to count. Um, so, but yes, you do um, a lot of amazing things, and being the be- best co-host in Podcast Landia is uh, just one of them. Although <laughs> at the very top of the list, it's just one of them. Uh, today, uh, we are very happy. That we have a guest, and this is not a first-time guest, so nope. I will introduce this guest. Today, we are happy to have Caroline from the Craft <laughs> Parenting Pod. Welcome, Caroline. Hey, back. I am glad that I could be here. It's been a while since you've been on our show on it your has. own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, was the only other time that you've been on your show, you've been on your show. I'm, <laughs> Wow. Don't even know what's happening anymore, and we well, just got started. We're gonna get to that. Sunday night we recorded an episode, so I was I was on my podcast two days ago. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> good. So I think the and I could be misremembering this, so please, mm-hmm. please, please correct me if I'm wrong. Was the only other time that you were on our show just by yourself and not as part of another bigger group was mm-hmm. back at BC's when you were still in the boot? P- possibly. I think so. I know I'm trying to think. I mean, of well, I, I visited for your guys' birthdays. Yeah, I remember. Oh, and yeah, what, yeah. What I, what I failed to mention earlier is that we actually have a sitter, and Joe is in the process of hiding Smirnoffs throughout your guys' houses oh, right now. Ah, God. wonder, Dang. wonderful. So Fantastic. have fun with that one when you get oh, home. Man, yeah. wake up in the morning to go get your nice glass of orange juice and oh no, nope, now I gotta chug this ice. To anybody who thought that ritual was dead, <laughs> Joe and Caroline are trying to keep They're that keeping it, keeping alive. it alive. Oh my God, I mm, I'm just gonna make my Josh open the fridge and all cabinets and all drawers <laughs> for until the end of time, basically mm-hmm. is, is what this boils down to. Well, thank you so much for coming up here and, and joining us. It's always awesome to have you on the show. You are so much fun. And oh, geez. And I'm, I'm throwing stuff all over the place. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I My mean, phone I know may you're so be. excited we'll to be here. But you don't need to throw everything around. Like, wow, I, said, throw shit. I mean, this is my first time being at Summit Park 
And I didn't know that the high school here and like like the high school, elementary school, middle school were so, so well funded mm-hmm. that they had a giant egg drop tower in the middle yeah. of the park. <laughs> yes. Yes, they really, really do. Is this your first time to Summit Park, period, or just the Summit Park, Higher Gravity Summit Park? Summit Park, period. period. Ooh. It's so, I do not get so out to Blue great. Ash that often. It is so great. You need to bring Joe and the kids up here, get some mm-hmm. Dora beverages. That's the and goal. And then just, yes. Yes. Um, that and visit as many splash pads that are indoors as possible. Indoor splash pads. Okay. Yeah. No, indoors. Oh, I thought you said indoor splash pads. I'm like, that's there's no, got to no. be a lot of germs that's there. That's the bathroom. Where I can. <laughs> right? Uh, ew. I just gross myself out. While one of us can get mildly intoxicated while we're trying to make sure the kids don't get concussions. That's good. Sounds, sounds fair. Sounds very fair. Well, this is a beer pot. Well, actually... Mark, do you want to do this, the disclaimer before we get too into the weeds here? Sure. As you listen to this, all the thoughts and opinions are ours and ours alone, meaning Julie and I, and they do not reflect any entity which we may be affiliated with, such as our full-time jobs or higher gravity itself. Uh, any communication that you'd like to have with us, we will tell you at the end of the podcast on how to reach out to us, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. And so... And Caroline's on her own. Caroline can speak for <laughs> I herself. I mean, if, if there's any thoughts or opinions that I share that you don't like, it's all Julia's fault. So. Ah, very good. If it's not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> very good. Uh, and after that, leading into one of the most important parts of this podcast... No craft beer podcast would be a good craft beer podcast if we were not having craft beer. Yeah. And so let's or see. Craft beverages. Or craft beverages. I mean, sometimes we have things sometimes, that aren't, aren't yeah, beer. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's it's other things. Yeah. Other things. So. Just just enjoying a drink together. That's what it all really boils down to. Yes. So uh, guess first. Okay. So I am currently drinking a taco, a chocolate tacos milk stout. I don't remember Sounds who makes good. it, and I can't read it because the text is too small, I and will. apparently I'm old. <laughs> it's from Highwire. It, it is from yeah, Highwire. Highwire. It's part of their 10W40 um, series, I believe. Yes, and it is delicious, and I am so glad that I got this. I will probably still get ice cream on my way home, but this is scratching that itch. Very good. Gold Spoon Creamery right next door. It is delicious. You can come with me, Marco. I could. I just couldn't eat anything. Eat anything there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I could be around it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not... <laughs> You know, it's not going to harm me that way. Uh, Julia, you're uh, drinking. I am drinking a, a a sour ale from Little Fish Brewing called Rhein, Guava Rheinheiskablight. Very good. Instead of Rheinheiskablight, Rheinheiskablight. I got it. Even though I don't know how closely related to the German purity law sour ales are. Like, if there's... so. I know. It's good. It's probably what the what's for. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, I'm just, I'm just thinking like sours in I mean, general. If it's a Goza, technically. It would fall under. It falls it under the Reinheitsgebot. But okay. the guava immediately kicks it kicks out. Kicks it out. Yeah. But okay. Now, I could be totally wrong, but the, the Goza, I think, um, that's because the water profile where they're getting it from is that sort of uh, salinic. Uh, we... Add salt, which is not an approved. Oh, that's uh, right. I'm gonna, like from the Ryan High School. Okay. Okay. I think it's one of those gray areas, but not being a member of the Ryan Heights Kaboot Council. Society, yes. Council. Yes. I, I don't get to make those rules. Fair okay. enough. It's good. I'm I'm really enjoying it. And Marco, how about you? I'm having a Rainbow Road from Fifty West. Very nice. Enjoyable. 
It is. Good. Very yeah, good. Tasty. Are All you right. going to fall off the bridge, or are you going to be okay? Depends on if I throw a shell at him or not. Mm, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Gotcha. That's a video game reference, if you were not aware. <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> I was just going to roll with it. I figured that that's how you fake it just, till you make it. Just smile and nod. Like, yep, sure, absolutely. We got it. this. Yeah. We got this. All right, let's talk uh, about some podcasts. Let's mm-hmm. see if we have five different shows that we're going to talk about tonight. So let's see who has listened to what. What? Uh, we have the, uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing it early. The Dayton Brewcast. All right. Cheers, Cheers everyone. Cheers. So we always cheers when we say the name of uh, Cincy Brewcast incorrectly for all of you playing the drinking game at home. Yes, very good. Uh, with uh, Blake the Brewery Explorer, we have kind of tied to that this week's The Weekly Pint. Mm-hmm. All yep. right. TWP. We have a new episode of Hustle and Brews, or kind of a slight spinoff of Hustle and Brews. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, we have the Craft Parenting Podcast, where Caroline and I talk bottle shops. Yeah. I did not listen to that one. You didn't listen to that one? She just erased from her memory. She left and went. I don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> well, we will <laughs> remind you. How about that? Yeah. Sweet. And then we will also just kind of do a quick cover over uh, Bruce Guy's Happy Hours, the Barstool's Perspective YouTube channel, YouTube show, YouTube video thing. Their yep. weekly beer news in review. Yep. All right. I'm, well, I'm, I'm all in. I got that. Excellent. I missed one of them, but I won't tell you which one it was. Crap, <laughs> oh. oh, that's right. I did already say it. Dang it. Man, we're on to you. Well, as our guest, where do you want to start? Uh, why don't we start off with the Hustler Brews? The right. new, the yes. but not yes. new edition. Hustler and Brew. No, this is Hustler Brews. Hustler Brews. Yeah, so, the, so this is a spinoff. What, what we're all trying to say, and, I, and we're almost there. Hustle and Brews is doing a new kind of spinoff, not really series. It's all going to be in the same podcast feed from what I can gather. That's what I gathered It'll as well. It'll just be individual episodes uh, kind of popped into it called Hustlers and Brews. This is Hustle and Brews episode 23, Hustlers and Brews with Anthony Tank Mansfield, Rants and Rabbit Holes, which I know, well, Marky, you weren't able to try it because you weren't sure about the lactose content, right? I think I or did. Or did you try a bit I of think it? I, I don't did remember. Have it. Okay, okay. Just not like a full. No. Pour. Okay. No. And then Carolyn, were you? Did you and Joe get a chance to try it before it disappeared? It well, was. Joe should have because he was there. Right. I right. totally I missed. Remember. He didn't bring any home. What an asshole. I know. Ah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. That's. You know what the uh, J and Joe stands for? <laughs> asshole. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. I am very proud of your spelling abilities, Marco. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, the, the, the J's just silent. You never knew? Yeah. Silent J. Yeah, silent J. Uh, let's see. The the series Hustler Hustlers Brews. That's I don't know why that's hard for me to say, but for whatever reason it is. It's going to be highlighting a local hustler, or I'm sorry, Marco, a local hustler, baby, who collabs with a local brewery. So I think that's going to be a really fun kind of mini series mm-hmm. to keep an eye out for. Um, it'll actually fall a little more in line with the podcast that we typically cover. Right. Because a lot of the Hustle and Brews episodes are more focused on the entrepreneurship and the business and not necessarily the beer. So, hey, we're at a brewery drinking these awesome beers, mm-hmm. but let me talk about you and what you do with your life and how sure. you got here. Which, nothing wrong with it. They're always great episodes. Mm-hmm. I always really enjoy listening to them. They just don't always tie super, like, as close into the concept of, of our show as as this particular one. Right. Mm-hmm. 
uh, let's see, uh, Tank hosts the What You Into podcast, and he's a local artist, which the What You Into podcast, I absolutely love. At first, I'm going, this is this is a long one. I mean, most mm-hmm. of the episodes are two hours two or hours, more. Yeah. But all the conversations he has are incredibly engaging. They're funny. I learn a lot of new stuff about a lot of new things. Mm-hmm. So I am very glad that I got turned on to that. Uh, he collaborated with High Grain Brewing for their Rants and Rabbit Holes a double juicy IPA, which he was the one that got to like help design because he yes. was originally like, I don't like. Sure, we can like put my stuff on it, but like you guys know what you're doing. You guys do you. And then they kept going. No, this, this is, is all you. And he's like, Oh shit. Yeah. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> So we were talking about how he was making the beer. Yes. And he was like, oh, my goodness. Right. Like, he thought that they wanted to do a collaboration where it's, oh, hey, you know, give us some of your artwork. We'll put it on the can. It's kind of a way to help promote your podcast, our brewery, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. And then they're like, no, here's the template for our our label. And he's like, okay, cool. I can put my artwork on it. Um, What's the beer going to be? And they looked at him and went, all you. You have to pick out the hops, the malts, the yeast, the water profile. And he went... Oh shit! I don't know any of this stuff. I mean, they at least held his hand, mm-hmm. and from what I can tell, he didn't accidentally drop anything too early or too late, so it turned out as intended. Yeah, yeah, which was a really, really good beer. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, I found a lone single at uh, at Country Fresh Market a couple weeks ago. Oh wow! The very last one, and it still it held up. Like it still tasted absolutely fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, some of the things in this episode, you find out what an instruction, inst- not an <laughs> instrumental. I, this thing's drawing my mouth out. Ah. That's my excuse and I'm sticking with it. You can find out what an instructional designer is. Yeah. yeah. You like super went in depth yeah, to that. Yeah. And, and I was listening to that going, holy shit, that's the kind of stuff that I want to do. Like I want to. So he may have given me a new career path <laughs> to work towards. For, I, need, you know, I have some college professors that needed that Yeah. to try to figure out how do you actually write a test and mm-hmm. not have it super suck. Right, right. Uh, let's see. Talked about um, figuring out the artwork for the label, one of the things that we already covered there, how much creative control Tank had with the beer, which was, I, again, it was absolutely phenomenal how... How he and Matt Utter were talking, and Matt's just kind of like, no, this this is 100% you. So, to me, it was almost more of a takeover than a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Like, High Green still made sure that it kind of fit within what they could do, the things that they wanted to see, but they basically went... Well, it sounded like they super trusted him, too, because yeah. from what he was saying, he hangs out there a lot. Right, right. He does artwork for them occasionally. Right. And they're like, hey, you do cool things. We're going to do this cool thing together. Why don't we do an even more amazing thing together? Right, right. And you get to have more of your creative control in it versus just, hey, we're a brewery. We're going to do what breweries do. Right. Super cool. I mean, he sounded like it was one of the highlights of what he's been doing in mm-hmm. the kind of craft beer space, both as a drinker, as someone who is an enthusiast about craft beer, and as an artist. I mean, it was like a different level of creativity that he was able to tap into that um, I don't know if he was even aware that he had. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if someone said to me, oh, yeah, let's make a beer with you, what hops you wanted, I don't know. I don't know. Let me Google some right, hops right. and then figure out which ones are the ones that I like. Yes. Uh, I will say his recap of the brew day was absolutely fantastic. 
Loved that part of, of the episode. Don't want to dive too much into it because this is this is an episode that you guys need to listen to. I mean, should listen to all of the Hustle and Bruise episode, but this one for certain. Mm-hmm. And they kind of ended with a little cliffhanger question. Right. Are brewers wizards? I can see it. It wasn't quite the question I thought you were going at. <laughs> That's fine. They did. They did mention that. Yeah. The, well, some of the similarities that they were drawing, I'm like, uh, you know, they very well could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found a lot of similarities between podcasters in yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, like there's good 50-50 mix because if you hang out with Matt Damaris, he loves to talk. Mm-hmm. If you hang out to some other po- with some other podcasters, which apparently the tank is in that list, they're like, yeah, I don't really talk much unless I have a microphone in front of me because right. I'm not really a very talkative person. Right, right. And then you got that small peek behind the curtain of, I have forgotten to hit record on this, <laughs> and we had a really awesome conversation. How do we recreate this? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. That never happens. It, it, no, no, never definitely happens. not. Nobody definitely ever not. does anything like no, that. No, no. I mean, we certainly have never done that before. Or lost a yeah. whole episode. It just never happens. Ooh, I'll tell you. There are these are some of the things that I have nightmares about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Hustle and Brews episode twenty-three, the first edition of Hustlers Brews, with Anthony Tank Mansfield. Check it out. Check out. Uh, follow him online at what you into or, uh, at Neil to, Neil to no, no one. one. Follow his podcast, What You Into. And you probably can't find any rants and rabbit holes beer anywhere. But if you do happen to see some. Give it a try and fingers crossed fingers they come out with a version too. That would be awesome. Yeah. Be that would be. Awesome. Yeah. That uh, would, and a big part of it was obviously the collaboration with uh, the team members on his podcast. Yeah. They come out with version two. Yeah. Who are they going to talk to next? Ooh, yes. So let's, and, let's stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. And will they start bringing gifts? Yes. So, yes. Spe- speaking of Caroline. Caroline. <laughs> I am empty-handed today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's fine. Because you yeah. tend to like to bring ice. <laughs> this is true. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was great. Uh, where should we go to next in the podcast recap sphere? I don't I can't pick everything. I'm terrible okay, at making okay. decisions. What do you say we knock out all things Dayton Brewcasty? I'm okay. good with that. Are we, are we? I didn't really say the name of a podcast, so I don't know if we need to cheers. What do you guys think? I think we should cheers. All right. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Prost. All right. Yes. Yeah. I think the gnome is getting a little annoyed with me because I, I was like, I'm going to get all the social engagement yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I'm on my phone. I'm just going to comment on everything. On everything from everywhere. And I was like, you're in Dayton again? Cincinnati misses you. It's true. It's true. But he has covered almost everything there is to cover so far Mm -hmm. in Cincinnati craft beer. So I suppose that an occasional, like, deviation into the world of of Dayton. This one really wasn't, you know, Dayton Brewery or anything, but into Mm -hmm. the world of Dayton. I guess we can forgive him at least once or twice. Uh, this was episode uh, season nine, and I did not write the episode number down, but you can find it. You four. know, is, was it episode four? Uh, it was either three or four. Okay, we'll go. Actually, I can always just like let's go with three. Oh no, it's actually uh, episode six. If I just turn back <laughs> one page in my notes where I have you know last week's episode written down, 
Oh. Season 9, Episode 6. My bad. Exploring Breweries with Blake and Noah from Blake the Brewery Explorer. So this is, again, the Dayton Brewcast because Gnome just, he lives close enough being up there in Hamilton. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess why not just step a couple feet farther than his own backyard and just stay in Dayton for a while. It's fine. It's, it's easy fine. enough to drive. They met up at uh, Toxic. Toxic Brewing, yep. Is it Toxic Brewing or Toxic Brew Company? I don't know. Do- doesn't matter. It's in Dayton. It's not Cincinnati. Right. So uh, I'm not giving that uh, too much too much thought. You can Google it. We could. You, the we listener. Could. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Not, not, figured out certainly not us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our hands are tied. Yes. So he talked to uh, Blake Long... <laughs> I just, just words. Just Blake. Just words. Blake the Brewery Explorer. He talked to Blake the Brewery Explorer. Thank you. I'm just going to let Caroline do all the talking because <laughs> I'm I'm not doing it well. I don't do the words good tonight for some reason. Uh, Blake has a uh, social media presence and just started a podcast that uh, Noah Jones is producing for him. Uh, it sounded like in the conversation, a lot of the idea of the podcast was... Noah's, and he just was able to find Blake to be kind of the the spokesman or the spokesperson, the host the of conduit. the show. Yeah. The conduit. It was the, I have this beer. really great idea, but I don't have the knowledge to execute it well. Yes. Who can I get on my team? And I don't want to be the one to speak all the time mm-hmm. about all the things, so Blake, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, see here, Noah is a huge Hefeweizen fan. Right. It is his favorite style of all time. He pretty much said that every other beer style makes him gag. I mean, you... you, Some people have a niche, and that's okay. True. True. But how many beer styles are there that... And I I feel like, Marco, this is a little bit of an unfair question to ask you, just because some styles you just... Can't have. Can't have. Are there any beer styles you can think of that the thought of, of imbibing them at all just makes you feel physically ill? Beer cane chicken. Not beer cane ooh, chicken beer. Yeah, yeah, you know? I haven't had that yet. I haven't Which either, is surprising. I'm and I'm not going to. Not going to. <laughs> oh. it, that's Purdue more a thing with liquors. Beer. And okay, I don't okay. know if it's because I've had, like, nights with... I have had too much of this one liquor and the next morning has been terrible versus like if I drink a lot of beer, it's usually I have like six or seven gotcha. different styles of beer. So it's not like one was the perpetrator of gotcha. the night. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I can't think. I mean, there aren't any styles that I think of that I immediately go. Oh, absolutely not. So mm-hmm. that's fair. But I mean, yeah, to each their own for some people, it's. I don't know. Expanding that uh, that realm is not for them, and there is nothing wrong with that. Uh, Blake started this back in 2021 with social media. The podcast started earlier this year. They're on episode four, I believe, four or five. That's what he, they're on episode like, four. They're, yeah, correct, and they're, correct. they've recorded like episode five and or six. Mm-hmm. Is what it sounded like. Yeah. Crooked handle they're came out today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see here. What do I have here as far as notes go? So my oh. favorite quote from Blake, and I tried to explain it to Joe, but since he hadn't listened to the episode yet, it, it didn't, didn't make, make sense. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he said something very close to along the lines of, when we've got an episode where everything goes right, then we will like start making more, like start improving aspects of the podcast that we think aren't quite 
there yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I just started laughing in Podcaster because there's always there's something. There's always something, yes. Yeah. Or you yes. have like a unicorn episode where everything went right. And then the next episode, you're like, wait, where did all my buttons go? Yes. What happened to my flash drive? Let me figure yes. this out. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're still pretty new into the podcast game, but I think that they're doing a really good job of getting to meet people and talking to people. I mean, their very first guest for their very first episode was one of the head brewers at Mad Tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of those almost unicorn situations where, holy crap, we just kind of stumbled into this, and it's absolutely amazing. Well, it brought it was the the beer community is very welcoming. Oh, absolutely. More so than some other communities are. As yeah. far as like, yeah, there's a little bit of competition there, but it's not like we're at each other's throats. Sure, we're it's always the, we're always encouraging anyone. Like you know, we've said on our show, uh, Noam said on his show. I think mm-hmm. you guys have said on your show. Yeah, there's anyone that wants to start one of these things. Like, we're more than happy to help and give advice on. Okay, we learned the hard way. You know, do mm-hmm. this, do that. It seems like they have hit the ground running, and they're doing a great job with it. And to quote um, Danny, "Rising ships raise all tides." That is very, very That's correct. True. Uh, only other notes that I had, um, Blake is a big seltzer guy. Maybe their next podcast spinoff is going to be Blake the Seltzer Guy. Seltzer Blake. Seltzer mm-hmm. Blake. Batten Hefeweizen's all yeah. you can drink. And then they talked about uh, one of the things that I, I feel like they spent sort of the most amount of time with were places they felt didn't have a great vibe mm-hmm. versus places that did. Like, how do you differentiate if you walk into a space, a bar, brewery, what have you? What is it about the space that sometimes you can just immediately tell something about this just isn't for me mm-hmm. versus the place that you walk in and you're just kind of immediately yeah or th- like this place this place is great and I'm already part of this space's community even though it's my first time here yeah or like what's more likely to have you come back yeah like if you have yeah. a food truck versus in-house how does that make it feel for you mm, right or if like you have a very like a dive bar kind of feel versus your traditional like open air brewery kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Or even just if you walk in, if kind of everyone that's already in the location just kind of turns to look at you and then they just kind of turn back to their beer instead of, you know, if the the bartender doesn't say, hey, how you doing? Welcome. And Mm -hmm. they just kind of like look up and be like, oh, not a regular. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely different vibes you get from different places. And they had some really good conversation about places they've been that made them feel both ways. Mm-hmm. So very, very cool. Definitely another episode of Cincy Brewcast to check out. And then check out Blake the Brewery Explorer as well. I know that they say they're on Spotify for sure, uh, Apple, Google. It still doesn't show up in... It does now. It, it, is it showing up now? Okay, yep. cool, cool. All right. Um, we'll say that because they aren't Cincinnati-based and they're not always talking about Cincinnati breweries... It might not always hit our, our radar and our recaps, right. but we'll keep an eye out. And, and when it fits, yep. we're here for it. Uh, do we want to stick to the gnome train and talk about last night's The Weekly Pint? Sure. All right. This was episode. It's so weird saying episodes for The Weekly Pint anymore because for so long, it was not a show. Well, he always numbered them, so at least they always had a number. We, this is yeah, true. This is the case that we brought to his attention. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... Yes, he has a valid argument, but at the same time, come on. Uh, This was episode 171, Back from Camping Time for Drinking. Uh, really, I don't think this is going to be kind of too long for us to talk about, just because 
it was a lot of talk about camping, what he does, what he, what, you know, I don't know. Oh, what he gonna, drinks, oh, what he smokes. Does a gnome poop in the woods? Right. No one's ever seen it. So, well, I'm, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it. I'm letting that one stay where it is. We're not, we're not, I'm, I'm not doing this. He also, uh, along with smoking cigars, drinking beer, drinking all He's, kinds of different things. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. liquors, seltzers, you know, beers, um, shooting guns. They have kids and they let the kids <laughs> shoot guns. I mean, how else are the kids going to learn how to shoot well? you got to learn early. It's important. It's very important. Um, Found out that he's a huge fan of the Swisher Sweets. Yeah. Yeah, they they were asked, you know, or did you ask what his favorite cigar was? or what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was a little elusive when giving his answer. It might not be a legal cigar. Might Mm. be why. You know, I mean, he has so many mini fridges. I mean, Did I had he, no okay. idea. He had I, a mini fridge for cigars? For, for humidor, right. And, of course, my thought then was... Who does that? He talked about, like, bringing a bunch of cigars. Or did he bring the mini fridge camping? And then at what point... Okay. How many... Um, you probably heard me set my drink down because this is an important <laughs> question. How many mini fridges do you bring camping before you're not really camping anymore? I'd say one. You know... That's my thought. If you're bringing a I mini mean, at fridge, the very least, that's glamping. Right. But I don't know if he's... I, I, I don't, don't want to pack that in. Camping. No, or you out. Because you pack it in, you pack it out. Yeah. If he's tent camping, do you think he's sleeping on the floor? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought he said he had a hammock. He but did. if he's got his family with him, he might be he in a tent. Is or, it a tent? And, I mean, but is, or, is it sleeping bag on the floor? Is it an air mattress, or does he have like a uh, like a? If he's a, bringing a mini a fridge, he's bringing like uh, uh, like the cots, cot and stuff. Like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Maybe that has that you put an air mattress on top of because that's so much more comfortable. Well, oh, the so gnome's got to be comfortable. Yeah, he has got to be comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, once you have like thirteen generators. And all that. It's just, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't and then know he if also it's actually camping. takes anymore. time around, around the campfire to make up songs about his uh, family members oh my on God. his wife's side. That was kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how his wife hasn't killed him yet. You can hear some of those songs if you re listen or even re watch this episode of The Weekly Pint. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of talk about what, what he cooked and what the other people that they camp with cooked. So if you're a fan of talking meat, this is like Arby's. It's kind of your episode. They have the meats. They yeah. have all of them. Meat and meat accessories. Meat talking. Yes. Uh, Gnome did say, because we did bring Campfire up... Campfire perspectives. Meat yeah. talking. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Speaking of meat talking and campfires, beer can chicken came up, to which Gnome admitted he is not a scientist. That's true. Like, my world is, is shattered. That. Yeah, yeah. So, to me... Anyone can be a scientist. You don't need to have... If, if you have any kind of curiosity, you are a scientist. But like, does, but are you no longer scientists? Like, is that is that uh, kind of God-given right? That, that scientist card that you just described, mm-hmm. does that get yanked the minute you say, I'm not a scientist? I'm not sure. I mean, we could try to make a hypothesis about it, but I don't know if we've got time. <laughs> I, I, I heard Sounds what you did scientific. there, and I liked it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, there was actually a little bit of alcohol talk that was a little more in-depth than just what, what Gnome drank. He drank all the watermelon beers while he was camping. Spoiler alert. Yeah. 
uh, Funky Buddha was reacqu- or has reacquired themselves from Constellation Brands, which that's that's interesting. We are seeing more and more of those reacquisitions happening, and I think I think it's hopefully going to be a positive thing for craft beer as a whole, and it's not just going to cause some of these brands to go back to being craft locally owned, independently owned, mm-hmm. and then they hit some sort of financial speed bump and they're gone. But is that any better or worse than being bought out by like Big Beer and having Big Beer pull that plug for you? Well, do so, you think they bought him back to live out the rest of their life as uh, that brewery owner? Or do you think they bought him back to, you know, wait for a few years and, uh, you know, Resell play the more, hits yeah. again? You know, yeah, see yeah. if they can get, see if they can get bought. This is true. You never know. Or as Marco likes to say, you, you never know. know. Uh, Sunny D. Seltzer, there is a video in the works. There have been, this week, there have been multiple different perspectives on the Sunny D. Hard Seltzer. If Maybe you can, we'll throw our hat into the ring on that one. I know that my Josh is interested to, uh, to give it a try. As, as has been said, nostalgia is people's favorite people's flavor. People's favorite flavor. Yeah. 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 I had a Yoohoo the other day, and I was like, this does not taste as good as it did when I was eight. <laughs> Why did I like this? Eh, because it was chocolate-ish. And yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way about Shoney's Buffets. Oh, like Shoney's. Had, I haven't uh, thought about that be, in quite a while. Can't be as good as I thought about it when I was a kid. No, no, definitely not. Well, vacation uh, helps out with that. Okay, this the only is, time I've had it is on vacation. Yeah. Be glad. Yeah, work out okay. For the small favors. <laughs> yes. The rest yes. of the vacation go all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took a day or two and then we were fine. There, there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, last note that I had on this episode of the Weekly Pint: Gnome promised fun. He is promising fun. I love when people next, promise fun. So the next episode of the Cincy Brewcast will be fun. If it's not, send uh, all your complaints to the Gnarly Gnome. Yeah. Yeah. Better be. Send big middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you fax a middle finger? Can you like how do you send a middle finger? Probably. Okay. So that so could this, be science. But but you also need a time machine because you're talking oh. about a fax. We're trying yeah. to update our health insurance information right now, and Joe's like, we have to scan this in, and I'm like, we don't have a scanner. What is this? Ten years what ago? And then he's like, well, maybe they, like, need something else. I'm like, what, do they want me to travel back to 1995 so I can fax this in? Because yeah. I ain't got a fax machine either. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have. Quick, Caroline, turn on Color Me Bad, and we all of a sudden will go back to, <laughs> oh, a, uh, to a fax machine. I remember picking up the wrong phone at oh. my dad's store one day, and it's like, what is going on? Oh, that's the fax line. Whoops. Uh, I wasn't yeah. supposed to answer that one. And now they have to try to rescan and resend the facts all because you wanted to make a phone call. Yep. Silly seven-year-old Caroline didn't know what was going on. <laughs> all right. Anything else from either of you on the Weekly Pine? It was a shorter episode. He got started a little late because of the whole camping situation. But uh, yeah. it was fun. It was. It, it's always a lot of fun. If you're free on a Monday night around 930-ish. And who's not? Right. Exactly. Exactly. What else could you possibly be doing? Jump onto Facebook or Twitch or YouTube and chime into the chat, call the drunk line, and just hang out with us. Have have a drink with everybody. Good times, good times. Yep. Uh, we have two left. We have the Barstool Perspective from Bruce Skies or the Craft Parenting Podcast. I kind of want to end with Craft Parenting Pod, but I want to give the rest of the table voting rights. 
I think, we should, I think we should take a break. Oh, that yeah, too. oh, you are right. Glasses are empty. My bad. I did not notice. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We managed to make it back. back. And I, I'm a slow-ass drinker, as you all know, so I still have the same thing in my glass, which is fine. I'm enjoying it. Um, but, Caroline, you have a fresh pint of something that looks very delicious. Yes, I have the Young's Double Chocolate Milk Stout Ooh, by nice. Eagle. Nice. And, Marco, what do you have in your glass? I have a Playa del Mundo uh, from Toppling Goliath, which is a collaboration beer. Oh, really? Who's it a clip with? Uh, it is... You knew I was going to ask you that. Yeah. You just had it pulled <laughs> up. It is with... Oh, please. This is why we need a producer. I mean, Marco wasn't ready, which means I am. With... Mundo Maya Brewing Company of Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Cool. Oh, that's a far collaboration. Mm -hmm. No kidding. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. They had, they had to fly over to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Uh, let's see. We have Bruce Guys, uh, their YouTube series, their weekly like beer news series, Barstool Perspective. This is covering the past week, although it's dated May 29th. It came out like a couple of days before that. Like I saw it and it was not the 29th. So either they're doing some time travel shit or they just... It's time travel it shit. Out. It's gotta be. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be. There's no, other, there's no other explanation. No. No, no. I mean, Brett has met Sasquatch, so it's definitely some time travel shit. Some would say that that encounter caused him to almost become Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like uh, Tim Allen with the Santa Claus thing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so are you saying that Brett is the the woodsy Santa Claus? I don't know. I'm trying to make a, a correlation between Sasquatch and Santa, and the S's in the name are the only thing that I'm, that I'm coming up with, which is terrible. This is, this, is, this is awful. Glad we're on TV. We need more beers, and then you would have better ideas. And I would have better ideas, yes. And also beers that aren't sour, because sour beers just dry my mouth out and make me do nothing but stumble over words that I couldn't say right anyway, let's be perfectly mm -hmm. honest. Well, if I don't want to accidentally drink a whole beer in three sips, a sour beer is great for true. that. Because you can only have so much time. Very true. And, and the dog agrees. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things about this series is watching what changes in the background from week to week. Yeah. Because there's always something different going on there. Not a lot. Like, they're tiny little shifts and things. They like, move the, the coffee bakery. They move the... Yes. And the boards that were leaning against the wall yep. are either gone or they've just shifted position from week to week. So it's right. like, where are they? What is happening? Will it's there... time travel. Oh, my God, it is time travel. They're keeping, up the, they're keeping up the ruse of coffee cups, though. This is true. <laughs> they do still have the coffee cups. And... Uh, I don't know. We're on to you guys. Oh, you know better. You, that is not coffee <laughs> in those cups. Well, it's, it's the Zoom meeting trick. You take a mug, you tape a little tea bag label uh, to it, yeah, and you I'm fill it with, with like anything that's not tea. That's, and then everybody yeah. thinks you're drinking tea on yours. Just every once in a while, blow on it like it's hot, and you're getting drunk on company time. There you go. Excellent. Have He's not done this before. Pro Okay. Maybe. Pro, pro work tips from Caroline that you should not follow. <laughs> I am not responsible for any legal, financial, or medical <laughs> trouble you get into for taking my advice that is not advice. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, Mike was very, very sad about the news of Bud Light's, you know, kind of financial situation. <laughs> and by he, sad, we mean. <laughs> oh my God, he was so incredibly joyous about the news that it's like, yeah, they're they're still kind of tanking. They have alienated almost every single customer base that they had. So my take on that is they were trying to get a new audience, but then completely alienated their whole audience in the process. But the thing is, it was just fake. It was a phony. It was a right. phony outreach. Yeah. Like they used they, they flat out used somebody who was standing for a real purpose, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. only to gain a, a, a faux social credibility that they really could give two shits whether they right. earned or yeah. not. Right. You know, and that, and and that's more of what Michael was basking in is the fact that this 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 faux activism actually came and and is biting them in the ass to the point where they are giving this beer away for yeah. free. Yeah. People there, can't there sell it. It is yes. free with rebate. A 100% return of all funds. It it is terrible um, uh, beer and yes. also mm-hmm. yes. uh, terrible socially and then um, now the fact that they can just give beer away with trying to hope and, and trying and hoping to um, b- b- gain back uh, market share mm-hmm. you know th- there are some things that people can forgive and forget there are some things that people don't forgive and just forget about I don't know where this is going to end up but so far this is something that's been in the zeitgeist for what four weeks five weeks six weeks now mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean I can go to a Kroger and I see cases of Bud Light and there's like maybe a case of Coors and maybe a case of Miller right, right. And like the Indy 500 just happened and while I do not religiously follow the Indy 500 oh come on um <laughs> Really? I mean, I should, but should I, I would I would say that there's probably I'd say it's probably 50/50 beer consumption between Bud Light and Bush Light and then the other 10% is other stuff. Of course. <laughs> All of the photos that I saw of the Indy 500, I didn't see a Bud Light can anywhere. anywhere? Now yeah. I saw tons of passed out people with like Bush Light and Seltzer and everything else under the sun, but I yeah. did not see any of those famous yeah. blue cans. So kind of talking about uh, you know, trying to find that thing that is what's going to make them, you know, the most popular, the most money. Like, what group do we kind of go after, you know, air quotes, you know, mm-hmm. next. That tied into kind of my next note of something that they stated on about kind of this whole thing. Murder is more acceptable than being inclusive. Which was... I mean, why did you murder them? I, you know? Well, maybe but, you but had again, a good reason. But again, even, like, just just, you know causing a death mm-hmm. is somehow more socially acceptable to in some of these spheres than being inclusive is. And that is absolutely ridiculous and just kind of a sad state of the, 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 the affairs of some of these companies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're willing to turn a blind eye on this, but holy crap, you know, heaven forbid you you try to do a is that surprising though unfortunately well, no, i mean no, unfortunately I guess not. the bottom line is what matters in the end yeah, yeah unfortunately with this this unfortunate proliferation of these caveman knuckle draggers that are out there that you know just just can't 
just can't let people be and live their lives and, and be right. happy with the way they want to want to be happy with. I mean, this isn't a surprise, right? I mean, no, it's uh, somebody somebody comes out as gay in the NFL, they're not in the NFL anymore. You know, and uh, and it's just this is unfortunate but not surprising. Right. Uh, I can't believe that they're that they're surprised at how much uh, attention and backlash yeah. this is actually getting. What's also unfortunate is the the other retailers that are choosing to pull back and 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 refrain or get rid of or just reduce the amount of uh, pride that they are showing at their establishments, mm-hmm. whether it be from merchandise perspective or from just a a, a, a social media um, just pronouncing perspective. This this is unfortunate that. Mm-hmm. Um, that these uh, these these loud and sensitive and just just uh, total backwards hicks are driving this um, this this community that wants to be to to be heard and accepted. Um, it just it just pisses me off. Yeah, no, nope, I'm I'm with you 100. percent To kind of turn into um, a bit of financial advice that was given on this episode. Uh, Mike invests heavily in wine, and so should you. So be sure to take all your financial advice from Michael D. Morgan if you're looking for a way for something to do with your money. Actually, give your money to him, and he will invest it for you. Yeah, in the Chinese wine market. Yes, that's probably the best thing to do. Give Mike your money. I think Mike would He'll handle it from here. Yeah, oh, I would agree. I mean, you let it age long enough, and it can sell at an auction for ridiculous amounts of money, but then you're just kind of... That's, that helps out your grandkids more than you. Very true. Very true. There was some, so kind of speaking of that, kind of rolling into the, the talk about uh, selling bourbon or bourbon, you know, bottles of bourbon in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Some of the language during that section was absolutely amazing. Don't want to give too much of it away, but there were phrases thrown out that I, much like Thomas the Tank Engine, there were some things that I <laughs> never really knew needed to be presented to the world mm-hmm. and uh, and they did it uh urban artifact has more employees than sam adams cincinnati which i guess when you think about it it only takes a couple of people to push a few buttons mm-hmm. so yeah it's an enormous facility though that that is kind oh, of oh god yeah that is kind of eye-opening that that um well what? i don't think they were exaggerating i think no i don't either yeah is it is it brewery staff or is it staff total, total as a number whole? of employees? Because from what I've heard, the majority of the Sam Adams, at least production staff, is all on the bottling and the canning lines. They're not as many as in the brewery. The bottling and the canning is where the bulk of their employees are. It sounded like total number of employees, but I mean, again, they really didn't dig too much into, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. They have this many, and I think they just meant the production facility, not counting the the tap room across the street. Is it sixty? I'm guessing that you said uh, Urban Artifact. Is it sixty employees? I thought you said thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Okay. I doubled that's, it. That's a lot of buttons. Or did you? Or did I? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. Got to be strategic with uh, mm. with the things that we say because we want to encourage you. And I'm sure they're including you- the bartender that works once a month. 
you know. <laughs> but that's fine. They, they still count. Mm -hmm. It's true. Everybody counts. Uh, only had two other notes on this because, again, we don't want these recaps to be longer than the actual episodes that we're talking about. Amazon is investing in palm reading to buy booze. Yes. So look forward to that coming to your local yes. Amazon retail space. Call me now. It's Miss Cleo. <laughs> yeah, good God. And their question of the week. Was it ours? You're going to have to listen. Well, I guess watch in order to find it. Yep. Yeah. Could have been ours. It, might, it, it very well. It, it could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could have been. And also, does Mike like Malort? Ah, watch for that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Caroline? Sure. Yeah. Malort? Malort, yes, no. I have not had it yet. Oh, let's do it. Oh. Well, not here, but... <laughs> not now. Uh, everyone's still good on beverages so that we can go through the Craft Parenting Podcast? Yeah, mm -hmm. let's go. All right. Awesome. Episode 103, Bottle Shop Talk at Delhi Liquor. The title was much longer than that. I just didn't feel like writing the whole thing down. <laughs> uh, but I joined Caroline. I'm sorry, Caroline. We haven't done that nearly enough this episode. And no, I, feel yeah. like, I feel like we're, we're letting you down. Part. It really is. Joe needs to put buttons on our board. Because mm -hmm. that is not yet a button. What? Uh, we what? do have that button, though. What? We do have a hot... Well, we. I, I say we like we <laughs> own the board, too. Yes, you guys have a hot button, but you don't have a Caroline button. No. Oh, well, I'll, I'll get, get on it. Joe, Joe, Joe. And we do also have a... That's some insane shit. Button. Yes, I, I do like that one. Mm -hmm. That one is yeah. pretty fantastic. Yeah. So I just want to say, first and foremost, I kept this episode on track. We tried the real hard. The entire time. We never derailed. No tangents never, ever. No tangents. We never talked about squirrels or lawns or parking lots. Never. In any way, shape, or form, unless it was related to talking about Delhi liquor and bottle shops. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Poor Since Marcus. I have a couple of squirrel authorities here, I had about two weeks ago, it's not a squirrel, I had a chipmunk. I had a chipmunk uh, dead in the driveway. Aww. It's weird. Got rid of that guy. About four or five days later, another dead chipmunk in the driveway. I think it was the same chipmunk. It just <gasps> came back to haunt you. Uh, oh, yeah. Could be. I was wondering if, I, if it was maybe a neighbor and it died in their driveway. And they just flung it in the And they yours. dropped it in my driveway. Mm. I mean, it's possible. I mean, that sounds like a chipmunk that died of natural causes versus well, like, or you have getting like, eaten by something. Or you have like a neighborhood cat or something that's like leaving you guys gifts. Yeah, cats do that when they think that you're a really bad cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, mm -hmm. so Marco is now a cat. Sweet. We have spoken it into existence. It is It is now fact. Yeah, yeah. I've got the... <laughs> His ears are getting pointier by the second. It's true. I'm waiting for the that. whiskers to spread. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, we talked about... Uh, it was The theme was bottle shops, but most of the talk was about Delhi Liquor specifically, which yeah. was fine. I mean, I think there was a good amount to are talk about. Are you kidding? You mean you guys got together at a... Uh, at a liquor store, uh, tap room on the west side, and you decided to just talk about the west side the whole time? Yes. While, we, mean, while we parked in places other than our crazy. driveways. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, it's a really great space. I mean, it was a it lot is. of fun to go there. Um, Josh and I have been there a couple times. It was your first trip to, to the mm -hmm. tap room, so that was fun to talk about and your experience of... Uh, let's see. Are they are they open when we want to record? Are they not open when we want to record? The answer is no, because the tap room is not located attached to 
the bottle shop. It's attached by a ceiling. Yeah, it's attached by a yeah. ceiling and a wall. But it's, yes, yes. But you go that's, out. That's you, some real West Side shit. It that, really is. <laughs> no, no, no. You need to go to the You uh, need to go around barn. the back. You need, to, you need to go past the pallets and boxes, down a staircase on the outside of the building, in through a door, yeah. down another staircase, and then you're in the tap yeah. room. Or you could just drive around to the back of the building and check to see if the garage doors are Where open. the vinyl mm-hmm. sofa is outside, it's right past it. Oh, you hey, saw the sofa? very comfy sofa. It really yeah. is. Yeah, you get a couple beers, you just, you know, pop them open and sit down on the sofa and have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Indoor furniture can become outdoor furniture Especially if all when you do vinyl. is place it outside. Yes. And what's funny is um, <laughs> they don't use ashtrays. Somebody just starts a cigarette hole in the arm, and then everyone and just, just ashes right in the cigarette hole. Yeah, so for yeah. a non-tangent, <laughs> my father-in-law is cleaning out his parents' house right now. And of all of the things that he brought home, one of them was an ashtray. But this is not just any ashtray. This is a foot and a half tall ashtray that looks like a vase, has a little shelf with fake grapes on it. Oh, nice. My grandparents had one of those. And some rocks. And so what you do is I guess you like tap out your cigarette on the top and then there's a thing, there's a handle that you can push down which causes a, a lid to open and then the inside to spin. Oh, it's so like a what, cigarette genie. Yeah, so what he would do <laughs> as a kid is he would take the rocks and spin them around in the cigarette, it, in the it, ashtray. It's a rock tumbler. Yeah. And so he brought it home so my kids can play with oh it. And gosh. I'm like, your wife has bought my kids 30,000 toys. No, they do no. not need this. I, I actually but it's thought so we need it. Right. Genie. I actually thought when you were talking about like the vase shape, I thought you were gonna say it was actually an urn and it was gonna be those are different kind of ash in there. Oh god, oh god. Yeah. We're gonna be haunted for sure. Uh, we there were some lawn and garden tips from from the two of us. Mm-hmm. Who we both are very good at growing and keeping plants alive, we found out. I am the best. Those so tomato good. plants have yeah. totally thrived and not completely died. The and maters. you haven't replaced them three times, hoping <laughs> that Lily won't notice that these are new tomatoes. Lily forgot about them, so it all worked out. <laughs> so kind of on the actual topic of the subject of the podcast, we mm-hmm. did discuss what the difference is between a bottle shop, a brewery, and a bar. Which I thought that was really neat because I'd never really thought through how I separate them before Mm -hmm. until that question was posed. And turns out I don't really know enough about bars to, uh, to be able to explain that part of it. Super well, you know. Like, it's been a very hot second since we have spent time at just a bar. Yeah. Now, if it's like a bar and grill, yes, because we came there for food, and then they also have alcohol. Sure, sure. But that but. was kind of not exactly the same kind of bar that we were, mm-hmm. or at least you know, how, how I interpreted the question. Men know if they're in a dive bar because the toilet in the men's room is on like a six-inch pedestal, <laughs> <laughs> so that it's not a urinal, but it's higher. Than an average toilet. Oh my God! Yeah. I do not it's want to know box. more about this. <laughs> I don't know why they decided to put the toilet on a wooden box. Oh my God! Six <laughs> inches above the ground, but it's more for ease of use, I assume. And not I'm for learning sitting. things today. Not Ooh, for sitting, not for, for standing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, if you sit on a urinal, you're doing things very, very wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also talked about how you can bar and brewery hop, but is bottle shop hopping really a thing? Because at a bottle shop, you can typically get 
the variety of things that you're looking for when you typically go bar or brewery hopping. Yeah. So that was fun. Would you ever bottle shop hop, Marco? Yeah, let's get a bus together and let's go bottle shop hop. So we'll hit up all, both of the higher gravities, both of the cappies. We'll do standard beer. We'll do BC's while they still are a bottle shop. Um, what am I, for, what am I forgetting? I don't know. Delhi liquor. We got to bring Delhi liquor to the west Delhi side. Liquor. Yep, yep. Uh, but it can only be between oh, the hours Brian's. of four and eight on a few on a Wednesday, days. Friday, or Saturday. Yeah. O'Brien's oh, O'Brien's liquor store. O'Brien's. Oh, yep, yep. The beer market down there on Fifty. I haven't been there yet, but that's another one. I don't know if that's a beer market or I mean, a Mexican have, restaurant right, now. I know. What? It's, because okay, so. Uh-oh. We were going to go, and then I Googled it, I and they're like, like, a it's a, we're, like we're a Mexican restaurant. And I'm like, okay, we can't but go with the kids until we figure out what this what's place going is. On. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe I'll stop there on my way home today. There's a place okay. in, like, the um, not far from Kings Island. It's called Beerhead. Okay. I, I don't know that I've ever Beerhead. Noticed. Okay, okay. I don't so know there what may it be is. there may be more bottle shops out there than what we're aware of, and mm-hmm. some that we thought existed might not exist anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we talked about how some non-alcoholic bottle shops are becoming a thing. Nothing local mm-hmm. yet, but I mean, if some show up, I it sounded like there was one in Dayton. But was that so. Dayton, Ohio, or Dayton, Florida? I thought I don't about I thought know. about that when I was re-listening, and we were talking about like, oh, there's one in Dayton, and I went. Because one of the other places we talked about was Fort Lauderdale, was it? It was somewhere uh, New in New York. Or, I, like the one that I read about was in Manhattan, which makes sense because yeah, you got a bunch yeah. of business people that have to do business things at all hours right. of the day. Right. Yeah, when I re-listening to it, I'm going, shoot, Dayton. But was it our Dayton? Or I'm sorry, is that the Gnomes Dayton? Or is that like the Florida Dayton or some other Dayton? There are probably like 15 Daytons across the United States. It could be anywhere. I mean, yeah. There's like three Cincinnati's, but there's like 20 Dayton's in the United States. Yeah. And then I only had one other note on, on this episode because you guys all need to listen to this episode and all the episodes of Craft Parenting Podcast. While Caroline and I are not medical professionals, we do share some secret tips about what liquor can cure anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a miracle. It's, it's a proven cure if you take enough of it. It's either a proven cure or you just forget about any ailment that you have. We're not really sure which one, <laughs> but it was definitely a really fun part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't Did know what the out? hell this place is. Okay. It's, a, it's a bar and eatery. They have almost 500 bottles and 40 on tap. Hmm. Um, Sounds like know. we need to take a field trip. Let's go. All right. We'll figure it out. Get in the truck. <laughs> get in the chopper or get, get to, to the, the chopper. chopper there we go oh. <laughs> get, to, get to the chopper oh my god your impersonations are so good I have I a friend so who taught his kid to say that anytime he saw a helicopter oh yeah nice mm-hmm. I love it I love it I love it I taught anytime I go up to give Vincent like a like a like a bro like handshake where yeah. The, it's like uh, the, the the vertical, not the horizontal. Okay, yeah, like, wait a second. Like the That's... bash, like the bash brothers yeah, type yeah, handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Vincent, like I, I just stop and pause, and Vincent goes, "What's the matter, Dylan? CIA <laughs> got you pushing too many pencils." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god, I love that so much. That is awesome. 
Well, Marco or Caroline, did you have any other notes on episode 103 of the Craft Parenting Podcast? Um, just that Joe's schedule is a mess, because I think I said like five different times when this episode was going to drop, <laughs> and it's not when it dropped. <coughs> I mean, part of that was because we recorded an episode with Brock that was about a Mother's Day, that featured a Mother's Day beer, and he's like, well, now I got to bump this up so it's closer to Let's Mother's that, Day. Yeah. And I was like, but we, okay. But we said the, but we did the, <laughs> you know what, in podcast time, none of it, none of it matters. Well, and like we, the episode we recorded on Sunday, I was like, I don't know what episode we recorded before this. Like, like what episode dropped before this because everything was right. out of order. So you guys have it good where it's like you record an episode, you release an episode. We record an episode and I don't know when Joe's well, going to release it. But it's not always that great because we can't like record a bunch of episodes at, at you know, in over the course mm-hmm. of a week. So that we have stuff in the queue already in case right. something happens. Yeah, but this is also are, true. We, are we can't very... go bulk. No, no. We might be able to do some like bulk Come bonuses. Come if you want stuff. to lift. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the nice thing. It's like, oh, we've got three episodes banked. We can take a week or two off and not have to worry about right. recording anything. Right. I don't know if we could do that. If I, if I wasn't here on a Tuesday, I think my hands would start shaking. Yeah, probably. I'd yeah. start to get some withdrawal. Yeah. 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 Well, if you happen to like what we did tonight with our talk with Caroline, Caroline, <laughs> about all of the previous week's podcasts based on and around a Cincinnati craft beer, let us know. We are at Truth Beer Pod on all the social media platforms. Send us an email, truthbeerpod at gmail.com. If you like us enough, you can give us money, and you can do that by going to truthbeerpod.com. Look at the top of the page, and you can either do a one-time donation through Buy Me a Coffee, or you can become a Patreon subscriber, and we're actually doing some bonus content for you guys. Woo-hoo-hoo. I am so sorry, but we, I think, again, we figured out the formula, so those should become a little more regular, which is what our original intent was. Uh, if you have any complaints about anything that we did, tag at Raging Hop on Twitter, and he will compile them and let us know about them, and then we can laugh about them and share them with you as we uh, as we get them. Yep. Other than that, Marco and Caroline. Yep. Do you guys have any plans for next Tuesday? I'm gonna be here. I'll with probably you. be playing outside with the kids. Oh, there we go. Fine. Mm-hmm. We don't want you here anyway. No, I'm kidding. We love <laughs> Recapping Craft Beer Podcast with you. Sounds good. We'll Cheers, see you guys everyone. next week. Cheers. 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 Cheers.